everybody. Welcome to episode 160 of the Go Gorilla Filmcast, your source for all things indie film. I'm one of your hosts, Sashia Dumont. I'm another host, Paul. Um, 160. What? 160. Oh, okay, yeah. That's a lot. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, oh. yeah. It is. That's all I wanted to say. I feel like my audio sounds weird today. Yeah. Maybe just because my voice is very morning-y and it's very bassy. Oh. I don't know. What is it? What is it? I don't like it. I move my head like this. <laughs> What is happening right now? I don't understand. I used to be able to move my head more freely is what I'm saying. Okay. We were in another location and now all of a sudden we're here. Like I have to keep my face completely still. Yeah. Otherwise the sound is completely Get you different. like some of that headgear that people have when they break their neck and they can't move their... No, I just want to know why I can't move my head around anymore. No. Is there too much space in here? Jeez. No. So um, this is... This is going to be a pretty simple one because uh, we just have something to discuss, but we're not reviewing anything mm-hmm. for once. Um, not that we don't have things to review, but we're going to be watching Black Widow today. So we're going to we're going to give you an entire week to catch up on that before we destroy everything, I guess. Yeah. So um, we went into uh, a bit of a, uh, a random filming abyss. And so... We wanted to talk about the ins and outs of said filming session. Yeah. Um, I First of all, I don't recommend filming something on three days notice. I don't care how small it is. <laughs> Just It's never ideal. It's sometimes necessary, but mm-hmm. it's never ideal. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so I am, I am infamous for not shooting in the summer. I hate shooting in the summer. I yeah. especially hate shooting outside in the summer. You really have a small window of time that exists in where which I'm comfortable. Yeah, comfortable shooting. Yeah, for outdoors, it's fall and spring. Can't be too hot. Can't be too cold. Can't have mosquitoes. It has to be early spring, but not at night because the mosquitoes are already out. <laughs> yeah, early spring outside and fall. That's just for inside. It's like whatever. Whenever inside yeah. is whenever, um, but. Actually, no, because inside is noisy in the summer. So yeah, I I, so. I can't like we can't really film stuff on a very hot day mm-hmm. because then we have audio issues if it's indoors. Um, I have <laughs> yeah, by that it's just because everybody's doing yard work and well, no, not just that it's it's hot. Yeah, and so now it's to make it not hot is now noisy. So <clears throat> that's not a good time to film. And then um, winter is kind of a nightmare outside. Um, not short scenes, but it's just like you can't plan. Like you, it's hard to plan for stuff in the winter because it's like we could have a total snowstorm, which could be any time, right? It could rain, and that could ruin your yeah. plans. That's that's a given at any time. Weather is always an obstacle, an obstacle, if you will. Yeah. Um, but I especially hate filming outside in the summer and heat at night because. Uh, since I am a walking calamity, I have something called Skeeter syndrome, which quite a lot of people have actually. And it's, you have this really annoying reaction to mosquito bites. And for instance, you were out there way more than I was because mm-hmm. I kept running back inside to try to avoid being outside in the moments I didn't need to be there. And you got like one single bite that I had to point out. I was like, oh, look, you got a mosquito bite. And you're like, oh, sure, whatever. And <laughs> it didn't even affect you after that. Mm-hmm. I got like five bites and they were all incredibly inflamed and hot and red and then they turn really dark and it's disgusting and the itch is unbearable (laughs) they find me and they're like this bitch yeah this is who we're gonna focus on and uh it like it seems like okay we'll just you know grin it and bear it but the problem is that i can get bit anywhere luckily i didn't get bit on my face but i have before and it's like it scars and becomes swollen immediately. So if I have to film again, yeah. I now have a huge welt or several welts on my face or hands or something like that. Yeah. Uh, so I'm very afraid of the outside in the summer. But we decided to... Summer. Where were you going with that? Dun, 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 dun. Oh. <clears throat> anyway. <laughs> the tone was so off. Of course. Tupac would be ashamed. Yeah. He'd come back and beat you up. Um, <clears throat> Dre could still do that. But um, so, yeah, so we decided to, to shoot this micro short. Mm-hmm. It's definitely under five minutes. Um, um, no. I don't know. It can't be that much over five minutes. Not much, Micro no, short's like I, five minutes around. Yeah. So 
Yeah. So you had you wanted to film this because you had gotten a product from a fellow colleague, if you will. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Let's just say that. I don't know how much information you want to give away on that, so that's why I'm just being really vague. Um, you got you're you're part of a a nerdery mm-hmm. that's very popular at the moment. Sure. Okay. We'll just say that there is a. A community, if you will, type of community that is very, very much in the forefront at the moment. <clears throat> and well, it depends. If you're in the world, it seems that way. If you're not, then people are like, "I don't even know what that is." Yeah, but they know that it's a thing. Now. Yeah, everybody yeah. knows that. Yeah, pay attention, Paul. Come on. Um, and so a fellow nerd in that mm-hmm. sent you something. Yeah, and I you just were love like, to see how you're gonna work around the details well because i can't say what it is i guess because it's still supposed to be like a secret for whatever freaking reason i don't know this is your idea to have it be a secret i don't care yeah um but so there was a product that that was sent to you complimentary Mm -hmm. and you were like hey i want to do something with this product like if somebody sends you i don't know like a shirt yeah let's say and you were like, most people would just take a picture with it. I'm like, hey, I'm wearing yeah. the shirt. And uh, not in your brain. You were like, no. I want to make a whole fucking production out of this. Yeah. And I was like, okay. So you came up with a concept. And I was like, that's horrible. No. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a true story. That's what I do. <laughs> um, and you were like, fine. Then you think of something. Think of something. Think of it now. <laughs> I was <laughs> like, uh, okay. And so I came up with... Uh, a, a quick storyline, which is probably equally as terrible, but whatever. And um, we were going to film this and, and then incorporate said product. And then I said, okay, this is something where there's not like really huge stakes. We don't have other actors involved. And th- this was a thing also, we were filming this two days after I came up with the concept. So mm. we had no one to help with sound. And that's kind of on us because we didn't plan it. So we couldn't really get people to clear their schedule for it. Totally last minute. And um, so at that point, it was like, all right, as usual, we're on our own. We're going to do this. And sound is always the main thing. Like we could deal with everything else. It's just having somebody else hold a boom mic is so much easier than having to like put it on a stand and then don't don't move out of frame here because now the boom mic's going to be there and the sound's going to suck. And um, so there we were. And I was like, can I possibly direct this one? Mm -hmm. Because I feel like there's not a lot on the line here. And if I fuck it up, then... Like, whatever. Yeah. It's not too big of a deal. We just won't put it on our site or advertise it at all. It's complete <laughs> garbage. I'll just act like that didn't happen. Yeah. And um, so in, like, pure fashion, there was a rush to light things, test light it. Mm-hmm. We test lit inside, yes. but not outside. Right. And we also test lit for night. Yes. Yes. And that was kind of a disaster. Mm-hmm. Um, the inside was whatever. I don't know. We didn't even really get to that part. I don't think, yeah, we didn't even get to that part. No, shooting what? No. Um, yeah. We were doing outside because we were going to start with the outside. Mind you, if you've done the math, it was 4th of July weekend. I don't know what the fuck we were thinking. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> like recording outside or inside on 4th of July weekend. Because, of course, people here have to be like savages for days and weeks before and afterwards. Yeah. They have to like, yeah. they're, they're itching, their fingers are itching because they have fireworks and they, they must light off a few yeah. before the 4th of July. And then they have ones left over. So clearly we have to listen to this shit for days and weeks afterwards. Yeah. I mean, that only makes sense. Um, but again, on us. Mm-hmm. We were like, let's film this this weekend. It won't be that bad. Yeah. <laughs> Which honestly wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. I expected yeah. it to be way more annoying than it was, but it was definitely still annoying. Yeah. So far in the rough cut, I haven't, there isn't really too much of an audio issue in terms of dialogue. Mm-hmm. You know, we have to do a lot of Foley work, obviously, because a lot of the stuff is um, happening during, you know, firework bonanzas. And, uh, <clears throat> but I think we, I think we kind of um, were able to, salvage a lot of the the dialogue that was recorded so that's good yeah plus there's not a lot you know so no it 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 wasn't very dialogue heavy there was no script i mean we were just there was i had an outline of what was happening but uh, you know it was it was just ad-libbed and um these types of things when we do skits and and micro shorts and things like that i don't like having a script if there's a comedic aspect to it 
I kind of like to go in, just go in ham and do that. I don't know what, like, I don't feel like you can really script comedy. And when you do, it's, it's very noticeable that like, you know, someone's hitting their cue on a joke and it's like, I'm going to be funny in three, two, one, you know, and it just doesn't work. Uh, You know, I, I feel like a lot of that works better when people just have the ability to kind of flow in the moment. Yeah. Um, but so here's where I had uh, my first sort of um, like director's uh, diva. I hate using that term because it's usually used just for women. And yeah. Most directors are men. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's usually men that are the divas about it. But um, we like you, you lit for the outside, which we didn't get to test the day before. And the issue was we not only didn't have the right lights for this but we didn't have enough of the lights that we did have right um we have like a a decent like basic lighting kit but nothing extraordinary like especially to light at night yeah um for those listening that haven't filmed at night uh it's 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 a nightmare you really have to have (laughs) you have to have very specific lighting otherwise it looks lit it looks very lit um, and so the the right type of lights that give this natural sort of glow are usually like an overhead light. Yeah. And they're very expensive and they're giant. And so most people, you know, don't have them that are in like micro short. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm, I'm talking about micro budgets and, you know, really small indie budgets. So the lights are obscenely expensive. So yeah. we don't have those. Um, so we were trying, you were, you were trying to get that lighting together and then, the only way that you could get this like street lamp look was to shine an old school light. Yeah, we have these old school lights that are hot lights, which are tungsten. And, um, you know, we use all, all LEDs now because of the heat and, and you know, they're just a lot easier to, to manage. And, and cheaper. Do cheap. Well, they're not cheaper. And it's, to run, yeah. Hell oh, yeah. to run. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> um, and But I still have these old school lights that are just like super hot. We call them the hot lights. And, um, That's very clever. How did you come up with that? Well, because they're hot. Oh, okay. So, um, so yeah, I had to take two of those, mount them onto a C stand, the tallest C stand I had, and then raise it up. I think it went up about twelve feet, and then hide the C stand behind the the pole that was there, the electrical pole that was there. Um, and because it was so tall, I had to bungee it to the electrical pole. <laughs> Um, All very safe. Yeah, yeah. All very safe stuff. Too. And now I have, you know, there's neighbors and stuff. So I have like 1,200 watts of light that are just shining down on the street, which are way brighter than any street well, light would be. shining into their house also. Yeah. Unfortunately. Sure. Um, <laughs> but, you know, it looked all right. It, it did the job. And uh, yeah, so that was an adventure. Yeah. I mean, it. the lighting was burdensome to say the least. But I'm one of those people that, uh, mostly doesn't like other people. So I don't like being, I don't like to impose on, on someone else in a manner in which I wouldn't want to be imposed on. Right. So Uh if I'm not in the field, I'm not in the film world and I'm sitting down on a Saturday night to relax and there's like this CIA level light shining into my house from my neighbor at nearly 10 o'clock at night, I'm going to be pissed. Yeah. So I was like, if it was a quick shot, if this was like, we just need to shoot for like two minutes, like fine. But this was going to take an hour at least. And I was like, this is just, we can't do this. Like we can't yeah. have this light shining into our neighbor's house like this. Um, and then you showed me the lighting and I had my director's moment and I was like, I hate that. Mm-hmm. I hate everything about it. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't you. It was just there wasn't enough time to do this. We we should have really test lit that at night. Yeah. And we just didn't have the right equipment. It was never like I'm sure you could have gotten it to look better than that, but it would have never looked very good. And it would have taken a while. And it would have taken a really long time. And in the meantime, there's mosquitoes out. <laughs> yeah. And every time I'm every moment I'm standing out here, I am uh getting eaten up. So I was like, okay. Um, seeing as I don't love the sliding and it's it's causing an issue. Let's switch the shoot to the daytime. So now we have to shoot the following day, which is the 4th well, of July. more evening than well, day, but yeah. Pre-evening. Yeah, yeah. Um, <clears throat> but now we're hitting, we're, it's like a time clock to the festivities. So now we have to race the psychopaths in the, in the neighborhood that, that are like, they're, 
they're vibrating at this at this moment. Yeah. It's, a, it's, it's a countdown and they're vibrating. They just want to like go crazy. Um, but we didn't want to have, well, the problem was that it was supposed to be overcast. And if you looked at the, the weather, this is another thing to keep in mind. When you look at your filming and you're like, hey, the weather forecast says it's going to be this and this and that. It's like, that's like speed limits in Europe. It's a suggestion. Yeah. It, it may be something and or around this type of weather, but we're looking at the forecast on our phone and it's like, hey, it's cloudy. And we're standing outside and there's sun beaming on our faces. Yeah. Like, it's so, like it's not even partly cloudy. It's just sunny at this point, yeah. which is not at all what this is saying. Um, so it, it it just became uh, like really annoying. And uh, I, I, I was like, I don't know. Oh, God. So then we were <laughs> like, where's the shade going to be? Yeah. And then um, having to wait because, well, the shade, there's not going to be solid shade till at least like five o'clock on this side of the house. Yeah. So it's like, okay, great. Now keep in mind that it's, it wasn't unbearable out, but it was warm. It was the high seventies. Yeah. And I'm wearing a sweater mm -hmm. and I had to wear this sweater. Mm -hmm. um, and it's not the discomfort. Like I'm fine. I'll be hot, but I can't stop myself from sweating. I can't yeah. like tell my body don't do that. <laughs> like So I can't be sweaty through the whole scene. And uh, it, it's not just a matter of like dabbing yourself because I have naturally curly hair. I blew it straight. And so every time you sweat, your scalp starts to sweat. My hair starts to curl. It just becomes such a nightmare. This is mm -hmm. why you have hair and makeup. This is why sets when they have money, they have hair. And the people that just sit there and worry about that, that's their problem. Yeah. Um, and so it's just like one thing after another. It's like, it's warm. Then we had to beat the mosquitoes too. I'm like, we can't be out here when the mosquitoes start coming out. Uh, we're, we're cutting close. So we started to film inside, relit inside. I was much happier with the indoor lighting. Yeah, so yeah, um that was still like untested lighting, you know, we mm -hmm. kind of just lit it as is, but yeah, that lighting was uh I think it worked out. You know, we ended the windows. I know a lot of people have been using shears lately. That's like a look, but I'm always a bigger fan of of ending windows because it gives you more control of the light inside the house. And What is ending windows, if you will? Oh, uh, well, ND stands for neutral density and sexy. So basically it's these big sheets of plastic, I guess, uh, like film and you put them on the window. So that way the light that comes through, because most cameras, even if they have a lot of dynamic range, you know, you've seen those shots where somebody's sitting inside and the outside windows all blown out. The worst. And um, so this kind of alleviates that. So you have two options, right? You either have to lessen the light coming through the window or brighten the light that's mm -hmm. inside the room. And so it's easier for us to just lessen the lights that's coming through the window because we don't have these big, huge, powerful lights that can make it just as bright inside. Um, and, I, and I feel like it's easier to control light when it's, when it's lower, right? When the whole ambient light is lower, it's well, yeah, easier to control. Well, yeah, because if, you're, if your light is super high, then you're sort of limited there. Then yeah. you have a light, you have that lighting and you can't work under that. Yeah. So the lighting idea was to ND all the windows because there was like, we have like a, it's basically like six windows, like in a big, well, it's, yeah, I don't like, know what you three, call it. three panel window, yeah. which has, you know, top and bottom. So. Right. So there's like six. And so each sheet does one section and you and anyway, long story longer, I um, <laughs> I ended all the windows, and that way the lights that I do have can then make a difference inside the room. And so then, ironically, you 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 ended the windows, so now the basically the inside and outside are a little closer together. And then now you start to light the subject as if the light from the outside is lighting that, because now you've lessened the light coming in, but that now that light isn't having the same effect on the character or the actor, whoever, inside the room. So now you have to add light to, you know, hit that subject as if it were the outside light. Mm -hmm. It's like an interesting little game you have to play with the light. Um, but that to me was a lot easier because, you know, we literally don't have enough lighting to kind of like power, beat, beat the sun. Um, and so, yeah, that was kind of the lighting scheme for that. But I've done that sort of thing before. So I, I have, I, you know, I knew that I knew kind of how to work it and, and match the color temperatures because, you know, the light outside is a certain color temperature and you have to match that, blah, blah, blah. And um, 
And then if a lot of people don't know that, right? They were just, they just, if you're not really familiar with lighting and you're, you know, this was, this is the whole point of the episode was like, if you don't have a lot of experience with this, uh, these are the things that you have to tackle. And when this comes out, you'll, I wanted to discuss it so that when this does, uh, this film does release, you'll be able to see that. And, you know, if you're watching it and you're like, oh, hey, it looks like, it doesn't look like there's any lighting in that room. It's like, well, that's that was the point. Was there the point, was, yeah. it looks very different before all of that happened. So it was a lot of work that you had to do with ending the windows and and then working with the light inside to yeah. make it look like there isn't any light yeah. inside. And it's tricky too because um, when you're shooting that way, I mean, look, if you're shooting raw, then you have a lot of flexibility in post to kind of change your white balance. But <clears throat> I'm always a believer in like trying to get it right on the day. And, if you can, um, that way post just it makes it a lot easier because, you know, we don't shoot with a color checker, even though we really should. So like if it's sunny out and you got bright sun and you want to ND your windows, your inside lights, you know, you're doing you know, 5600 or whatever. But then if it's sh- if it's cloudy outside, it dips a little bit down, you know, it can go to like 50 something, um, 40 something or, or whatever. Um, so you want to match that. But if you have a light inside and you want to have that light shine on the actor's face. You can mix colors and use like a 3200, which is like your basic, is the temperature of your basic interior light, you know, light bulb or whatever. Usually, I mean, no, they have all the crazy ones now that are like blue and yeah. all this sort of stuff. But generally, you know, um, interior lights are warmer than exterior lights. That's just a general rule that is probably going to go away. But but I like mixing and matching those those color temperatures because it adds a lot of color depth to your scene and and uh, you know it's it's not just just one color that's like lit or whatever you can add these other colors in to you know warm up the skin maybe or warm up the scene and it gives it like a a, a feel mm-hmm. um, so I did that a little bit in this one not nothing too crazy um, just to kind of add a little bit of punch if you will you got to have the punch yeah what's a shoot without the punch oh, punchless shoot. There you go. Yeah. So, yeah, so that that didn't take as much time as I thought it would, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, but we were sort of racing the clock, as I said, because we still had to film the outside yeah. scenes. Oh, and just a, one quick note on the interior stuff, too, is that one of the benefits of shooting that way also is you have the room ambience. So now your key lights are just kind of shaping the face or shaping the whatever it is that you're shooting. You know, I like to shoot a lot with backlighting. Um you know, that's, you know, I mean, I'm sure every DP or a lot of DPs like to shoot that way. But I, I feel like a lot of backlighting, especially on subjects and not people like actual objects, uh, tend to like make the objects look a little bit bit nicer. So when you have a room that has ambient light, you can just kind of use your your key lights to kind of shape the, the, the face or the subject. And so we had a lot of like... Um, I guess technically be like some kind of Rembrandt Rembrandt lighting, which is just kind of like the lighting you always see where the one side of the Mm -hmm. face is brighter. Usually have like a light triangle under the eye or whatever. And like, that's kind of like your standard thing. And we, we didn't, um, you know, so I kind of just stuck with that. Like it's simple, but it's, it's effective. And, you know, I didn't want to over light it either. So. Yeah. One thing that I, I will see a lot in, um, in shoots where lighting wasn't prioritized is like, I, I, first of all, I hate shooting up. It's just, I just don't think it, people look good from that angle. You have to have, you know, the chiseled jaw of like a, a European marble statue yeah. to be able to really make that look right. Most people look like freaking ghouls when or you not all Chris Hemsworth. Them, <laughs> when you shoot them up. And then also when you light, if you don't light properly, you'll get these really dark circles under somebody's eyes. Mm-hmm. Some people are blessed with not having circles or bags under their eyes. I am not one of those people. So I'm already having to like conceal and put cover up. And then when you add a weird light to my face, um, be it, Rembrandt does it also. Like it could make the one side of my face that you are seeing is just has like this weird ghoulish look to it. Um, so you have to be careful of that because it you can, it's amazing how different someone's face can look just by the slightest change in lighting, all of a sudden you went from attractive to something that crawled out of the cave and yeah. was looking for its family. Yeah. And I don't want to ever be that subject. <laughs> so I, you know, I, I just wanted to make sure that I was trying not to let my vanity get in the way, but at the same time I was just like, all right, I, I want to not look crazy though. Yeah. <laughs> if we yeah, can yeah. avoid this. Um, 
but yeah, so we were now sort of, uh, uh, and yeah, just real quick. One of the, he says three times, just real quick. Yeah. One last note on this. Um, one of the things that I used to make the mistake of early on is that you never want to have your interior light brighter than your exterior light. So a lot of times if you're NDing windows, depending on the strength of the ND you have and the lights you have inside, your your subject can be brighter than the, the window and that then everything looks lit. So mm-hmm. some cases you may have to go back and actually brighten up the, the window again right. in post to kind of like balance that out because you know, once the you know, once the interior light looks brighter, then that kind of illusion kind of falls apart. Yeah. It just looks like you have a light on inside. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, can I move on? Yeah, I think I'm done. I think okay. that's it. <laughs> okay, so um, stuff I've learned, you know. Uh, no, it's all it's all important. Wanted to have this discussion. Um, so we started with our interior. We're kind of racing for the clock, and um, we got most of that done. Actually, we got all of that done, and then it was like, all right, let's move all this outside, uh, which wasn't lit. Um, no, we we um, all right. So a little note on the exterior lighting now. So basically. We didn't we didn't light it because we we had a very small window of time that we had to shoot to get the specific look we wanted and we knew we had the sun as our key uh, in one direction so we basically didn't need to light it because we worked with the light that existed to get the shots we wanted right so you know we wanted you know I wanted a um, a stronger light on this side of the face and then the sun was over there so we waited to this specific time in this specific point um, with the cameras going this you know, in this plane, in this direction to kind of get the lighting we need. So I, originally I, I did have plans to bring some lighting out to kind yeah. of just little, give a, give your face a little pop to separate you from the background. But um, I didn't- There was no time. There was no time. Plus I didn't really need to. I think it works anyway. You know, it gives it really a natural look. So I thought the lighting was pretty good the way it was. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we Pretty now- good. Yeah. Pretty good. Pretty good. <laughs> so God gives us pretty good lighting. God, yeah. He's, all of, he's all of con- us, all of a sudden, you're a man of faith. Well, he's a, he he controls everything. He does. Yeah, yeah. He is a big white guy with a big white beard, like sitting on a, a cloud. A really hairy woman. Yeah. Or a goat. Nope, it's a white guy. All right. No, you say so. Um. So the that's what school taught us. Duh. No, it didn't. Yeah, they're all the t- the books they have this old white guy and this white beard. What school did you go to? You didn't go to a Catholic school or No, but you know, if there's a text that has anything to do with God, it's a white guy with a white beard. That's not from school though. Yeah, it's just so annoying. I went to public school in Queens, right? We didn't talk about God. No. We we're just trying not to like I went to a small I lived in a small town, so we, you know. We were we were try we were all working off of that one book that had seven pages missing. In it. Yeah. <laughs> we were just trying to I just want to know who this who was like, you know what he looks like? Nobody's seen him. Or her, or it. I don't know. Who just decided that one day? I was like, you know what? I feel like they're old. Could be young. Maybe God's a young person. Maybe it's not a person. Maybe it's not a person. I'm an atheist. So I don't even think it's real. Yeah. So why am I well, doing this with you? Me neither. But I'm just saying, like, from the perspective of these people. Anyway. Uh, anyway. Um, God Lord, talk with. Lord have mercy. Yeah. So we are, um, we're now not only racing for time because we're coming up on, like, the sun was still out, but it was, we were nearing towards sundown and the sun changes drastically so here's the problem with uh golden hour if you will which is not when we were filming but the Mm -hmm. issue even leading up to golden hour is that every 10 minutes it seems the lighting is changing from like so at this point it was like seven Mm o'clock so from seven o'clock till sundown here is about nine at this point in the summer um just about every 10 minutes your lighting is changing subtly yeah by eight o'clock it's changing drastically every 10 minutes you're getting completely different lighting yeah um even before that a bit even like by 7 45 ish like your lighting is changing like to a point where it's like it looks like two completely different scenes and so you have to move quickly you don't have a lot and you have to adapt for that you know one of the big things there too is color temperature you know the you know, the, the color temperature of, of the scene that you're shooting or either that your camera should be to match it. Again, you can change this in post, but I'm trying to get up. But your, your color temperature at 8 o'clock is different than your color temperature at 6 o'clock. And um, you can either adapt to that or do what I did was just shoot straight through it. But I know that in post, I'm going to have to go in and adjust the color temperature to kind of match these shots, which is like, whatever, but... It's and that always, time. like, it, when it's when it's a subtle change, No. But 
the whole um, we're we're not we're not uh, uh, we're not uh, supporters or fans of fixing things in post because it always looks like it's fixed in post, especially when it's something massive like that. Because in order for you to change to ad- adapt that lighting, if it's very different. You can't do it without affecting another thing. Yeah, it ju- it's impossible. It just doesn't work like that. Maybe one day they're going to make cameras that actually okay. are able to do these things. It's not impossible. I mean, who thought that you would have you know digital cameras yeah. fifty years ago? But um, I don't know in our lifetime if it's going to be a standard feature for a camera to be able to um, effectively adjust that lighting. But uh, it's the same with audio, right? Yeah. You can say, oh, this audio is not great here. And well, we'll just take that sound out. The problem is there's no way for you to take that sound out without affecting the sound that you want to keep. Mm-hmm. So the more you futz around with a background sound, the more tinny potentially you're going to make your subject sound because you can't take one without the other. Yeah. So you want those adjustments to be really subtle. If you're looking in the, through the lens of that camera and you're like, wow, that's way too dark, I guess I'll just fix it in post, it's never going to look right. Yeah. If it already looks way too dark, that's not going to work. If you're like, you know what, it may have gotten slightly darker, then you can kind of punch that light up a little bit and and uh, you won't affect the, 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 the already lighter items in that frame or whatever, but yeah. um, you never want to rely on that. It's not... It's just really not a good idea, especially if you've put, sometimes it's inevitable. It's inevitable that sure. you have to do it. Some stupid shit happens and you're like, this one t- scene is never yeah. going to look perfect because we had to. That's different. But I'm just saying like, you never want to say, um, and and we see this a lot. You never want to just not address your lighting because you say, well, I'm not good at lighting. I don't want to have to pay somebody to light something. We'll just fix it in post. Like you're not, it's never going to look right. If yeah. your lighting is not close to perfect to start with you're just asking for it in the edit yeah um yeah because you can't like you can adjust color temperatures and brightnesses and mm-hmm. and and all that stuff but you can't really adjust lighting i mean you can fake some stuff but the way lighting and shadows fall unless you're recreating the scene digitally and adding digital lighting you're kind of stuck with what you got and yeah. um so on that regards you, you know that's the trade-off for us was that was to con- as long as the shape is there and the intensity and the lighting's there, everything else can be fixed in post. I try not to do that, like we, like you had just said, but um, I want to be able to kind of, kind of um, get what pay attention to. And it's just the two of us, right? And we're running out of time, so it's not like we have a team of people that can adjust for that, you know? Yeah, and I, I I'm not, uh, I'm not a technical person. Uh, for those of you that already know, um, and so like. Paul can't say to me, "Hey, go light that over there," because I don't. I also don't know what he is in his head. Like I don't know what he means by that. Anyway, I yeah. can move a light. But yeah. I can't adjust lighting. Um, and and so just on that topic, this is also an important thing to keep in mind when you're shopping around for a camera. This is a, this is this is a whole rabbit hole that we can go down. You know, mm-hmm. you 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 shouldn't be buying something that you can't afford. Obviously, so you want to work with the best thing. That you can you can buy within your budget, but also you want to make sure, like if you're saying, all right, I'm starting out, I have X amount of money, I'm okay at lighting, but not great. Well, then you might want to make sure that you're getting a camera that within your budget that is the best at lighting that mm-hmm. you can get. Because if you have a, you know, cameras like everything else, you trade one feature in for another. Yeah. There's no camera that's like has excellent dynamic range and excellent, excellent. Well, an Ari, but that's about it. Well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, within like a normal person's yeah, budget yeah. or our budget um, is, you know, that you're not going to have crazy dynamic range. And then, a, a, the, oh, the motherboard is wonderful. It never fucking goes out on this, on this camera. And uh, <clears throat> just yeah. saying, oh, Jesus Christ, yeah. um, or um, logic board, you know, there's, there's cameras that work really well in low light others that do right. not work well at all in low light. So if yeah. you're not comfortable with lighting and you're you're like still learning, um you want to might you know you might want to get something that's going to be better in low light for for instance because if you find yourself struggling with that, then if your camera doesn't perform well in low light and you're not mm-hmm. good at lighting and your lighting's never going to look good. Yeah, that's a good kind of rule of thumb, you know. Um cameras, especially DSLRs nowadays are really really good in low light, so 
you don't have to have big, super bright, expensive lights um, because you can just, you don't need that much light for it to kind of register a decent image. You know, for me, I'm... Well, when you say that, it you always need lights, but if you... Yes, but you don't need as bright lights if yeah. you can work in a lower lighting situation. Yeah. Maybe the natural light, you can just shape what you have already. If you have a, a lamp over to the side and that's giving you good lighting, maybe you're good to go and you can just move it around or whatever. For me personally, I'm a big dynamic range snob. I've said it before and I'll say it again. Um, because that gives you a lot of latitude in terms of what you want to shoot. You know, um, my, we shoot with the Nursa Mini Pro. So it's got decent dynamic range. But, you know, if I was shooting with an Aria, I may have a little more latitude. And maybe I didn't, wouldn't have to have ND'd the windows. Or I could use a lighter ND on the windows. Um, so there's just... Well, I mean, at that point, if you're already NDing the windows and you're already doing the work, whether it's a lighter gel or... Sure, but but then but it. then you're 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 getting better contrast ratios inside because the lighting that you're using um, can have... would have less of an effect if they're not as bright, but you can then rely more on the actual light that's coming in. So... Um, Touche. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, there's... For, for me, that's what it is. And, you know, I... Uh, yeah, that's really a dynamic range. I like the, uh, I will say, this isn't an ad or anything. We're not really big, huge fans of red uh, in general, those cameras. Although you'll probably wind up with I one. probably will wind up with one. But having that, like doing what I do in post and stuff, having that global shutter, you know, when I'm like stabilizing shots or tracking shots, having that global shutter, if you do a lot of work in post is like, I'm really excited for that feature to come to other in, more inexpensive cameras um, because... You know, just more. This is more technical talk, so you can tune out if you want. But you know, having the uh, having the rolling shutter, your your image can get skewed, especially when you're moving fast. But the global shutter, everything is perfectly aligned and straight. It doesn't have that effect. So when you're tracking or you're stabilizing, you get a much much better result. Um, which is why visual effects people like tend to you know prefer a, gl a global shutter. Versus a rolling it's shutter. Out of the realm of possibility, though, that that lower level cameras will have red quality. No, not at all. Soon, I think I soon. Mean. Yeah, I mean, you look at what Blackmagic is doing, and whether you like them or hate them, they're definitely a disrupt disruptor in the industry and offering six K at like two thousand dollars. I mean, that that's like insane, you know. Um, so yeah, I mean, the technology will just get better and better, and we'll get there. You know, you look at the even the the red Komodo, that thing is tiny. It's smaller than the camera I have now, and it does more technically, you know. You know, cameras. So it's people like, don't realize cameras are fucking heavy. A lot, you know, so depending yeah. on the camera. My camera's that really you get. even the even the uh, um, uh, RE Mini or whatever. That's a heavy camera. You like know, if so. you don't know a lot about cameras at all, right? If you're if you're you're getting into this or you're going into a new a new field of it, right? If you're an actor and you're saying, "Hey, I want to start DPing or or whatever." Um, when you look at what you're actually getting, when you buy a, a, a six or $8,000 camera, it's a tiny thing. And you're like, this is what I pay. I paid thousands of dollars for this teeny tiny little box yeah. because it's there's so much more that now has to go on with it. You have to like hook up all this gear and your screen and your it's all this shit that has to get. And you have, if you're using a slider, if you're like, yeah. now you have to put the plate on the bottom so that they can attach to the slider. And so the smaller they are, the better because you're having to add poundage onto this thing. Yeah. And before you know it, you've got 15 pounds sitting on your shoulder. And when you're doing that for hours straight, it's exhausting and you're going to be really sore. Um, you're the, the camera that we have now is I find really heavy. It's, your, it's a heavy camera. Yeah. Your times that your time that you've spent shooting with it. I don't know how your shoulder doesn't kill you, but um, well, I'm a really tough guy. Well, so. you, you are a muscle man. Yeah. Yeah. There's, I forgot. I'm sorry. Um, low respect here. <laughs> um, yeah. So uh, anyway, so so back back to it. Um, we we were trying to get all of this filmed in in time before the the sun was really becoming a, a factor and everything, and also uh, we could feel the buzz. Uh, it was the the it was like like labor um, and contractions where it was like there was less and less time where people weren't setting off fireworks and were yeah. like it's coming. So yeah. I kept having to stop. I would be, you know, the little dialogue that I had, I'd, I'd have to stop because there'd be like a 40 second explosion of just constant fireworks. And it was like, okay. And then you have to combat, uh, I'll move my face away from the mic for this. But so you have like, bah, 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 bah. and then you 
have that going yeah. on for like a minute and it's like oh, for fuck's sake like yeah. You know, I would understand if the 4th of July came around every 40 years or like if it was every 50 <laughs> years, the 4th of July celebration became a thing. If it was like some weird lunar eclipse, we do this every year, people. It's the same thing. It's the same fireworks. Mm-hmm. You're still uh, falsely celebrating the same holiday. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, I can't think of a better way to uh, honor our veterans than setting off explosions all yeah. night. Yeah. They love that. Um, so, uh, that was starting to get really difficult because it's like, all right, now we have light and we have audio and could we have ADR that? Sure. May we possibly still have to, it's possible. There may be a chunk that we may have to ADR a word or two here or there, because in order for you to get a firework that went off in the background, it's going to change my voice too much and now it's going to sound like crap. Um, again, ADR is something that you want to use in an emergency, but you don't want to rely on it. We could have easily been like fuck it we'll just film the whole thing through an adr the whole film yeah i just didn't want to do i don't like the way that sounds it never sits right when you do it in huge chunks like that a yeah. little bit here and there we were just watching something like a big big budgeted film and there was a sentence I that think it was, was to, probably the tomorrow war that was adr or something. Yeah. i don't know it was something we were like we both looked at each other and we're like that was adr like it was a sentence that this that the person said and it was oh, I think it might have been in. Um, oh, it was a show that we were watching. Yeah, That's it, was it, in, yeah. Uh, it was in. It was in physical. Physical. Well, well, they were at, they were at the beach. So it's it still going, why, so we'll yeah. review that later. But yeah, there was like this point where that's right. It was Lou Taylor Pucci when he's on the beach with her, mm-hmm. and he says a line, and you can tell it the, just the 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 tone of the yeah. room didn't match where they were. Yeah, um, and. It wasn't in a critical way. It was just like, oh, look, yeah, you know, you that's my point. Yeah. You can notice it. It wasn't terrible by any means. And I think the average person that is not in filming wouldn't yeah. even pick that up. We're very sensitive to it. Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're, yeah. We're super sensitive to it. But it was just more observing like, oh, okay, yeah, something must have happened there. Like, we just wonder, like, I wonder what happened that they mm-hmm. had to, you know, ADR that section. But um, <clears throat> it wasn't it wasn't badly done at all by any means. But um, I just wanted to avoid it. I just hate ADRing, especially when you have to ADR something that's outside that never matches. It's yeah. you're, if it's two people, because generally, a, like people will ADR that inside, and then they have to try to recreate the way your voice in, travels. For me, room, yeah. if we do have to ADR any outside stuff, I'm going to do it outside. Right, absolutely. You know, I'm going to set something up out there for you to to kind of go by or whatever. I'm surprised but how many people wouldn't do that. That's yeah. ADR. And they in the may. I, I don't know, but you know, for me, it's it all comes down to the in, intensity of the of the of the uh, of the um, you know of the, of the of the character you know and and what what they're doing you know because if you're in a moment and doing something and saying something and then you have to go recreate that moment sometimes it's hard because you're not on set you're not in that same headspace yeah. you know so that's yeah. that's that gives it away more than the actual technical quality of it i can't speak for any other actors but i just hate it i don't like yeah. ADRing. so um anyway so we we were kind of racing the clock there and and Yet again, we've made a film where there's a, a graphic and an effect um, that I'm acting to but can't see. And I actually didn't – we didn't even have a marker. <laughs> it wasn't yeah. even like, let's put this ladder here so you know where to look. I just kept having to kind of imagine that and then I'm reacting to something that's not there, which I, I hate doing because you're always like, am I – underreacting am i overreacting because the thing hasn't been created yet so i don't know if this is an over or underreaction i mean to that i guess you can kind of create to the reaction and sort of mold it a bit to you know you you don't want to make a, a character that's underwhelming and then it's like well that's too much of a reaction for that so you kind of like feel the scene and yeah. then create to that but it's still just as an actor like really weird you know when something's when when literally something's not there and you know usually there's something there that's like green screened or mm-hmm. like they'll wrap it in green fabric like a and tennis ball hold us yeah and you're like here's where you know here's your eye line and just react to this and we're like ball. it's over there yeah and we're like just <laughs> look over there um and again that's honestly something that i would have done if we just had more prep yeah. in this um so this was a good first thing to direct but then also the worst process for me to do it in because I didn't have time to actually go through shot selections and 
look at lighting and think of all the things we'd have to do. It was just in that moment that I was like, shit, we should have put something up that I could look at. Oh, oh, well. <laughs> and then we keep going. Um, with all of that said, we now are having to reshoot, um, I think, one scene. No, actually, I for me, anyway, this is my opinion of it. Did it's, you work it out? Yeah. So basically, oh. there's one shot inside that I want to that I think we may need to kind of add as a transition between two segments. Yeah. That and then, so that's just one shot. And then outside. Well, that's still a reshoot. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. <laughs> You're like, no, I don't think we have to do Well, not a whole I scene. I'm just saying like, and a, then. And yeah, then, but that that's even worse because now you have to recreate. You have to take all of the lighting out, recreate that entire scene. I have to do my hair, do the whole thing so that we could shoot something that takes five seconds. Yeah, yeah. That's worse than having to – I'd rather reshoot an entire scene to all of that no. for five seconds. No, because then you just have to mix that one shot, match that one shot to the others. And oh, then wait. outside, there's um, – you know, speaking of the eyeline thing, you know, there was um, – I'm shooting this object that you're looking at low and you're reacting to it high. And so – Which I told my DP. Yeah. So um, – He's he's just going to ignore me. Well, you saw your DP shooting low, so no, I didn't pay attention to what my DP is doing because I was too busy directing and acting. Yeah. (laughs) Um. So I'm going. We're going to shoot some of the. You know, we're going to adjust. And and so I thought, rather than adjusting your reaction to reacting to something low, maybe we shoot. But can I just say something? Yeah. Um. Had there been a marker, this would not be a conversation because you would see where I was looking. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Proceed. Yeah. So rather than reshooting the close-ups of you and having to match that to the rest of the shoot, just shooting the perspective of the thing and making it higher, then that way it would be um, easier because you're not having to match close-up shots if your hair's a little different or you know the, the lighting's a little be. different. You know, <laughs> my so, hair does not. Behave. So basically, it's like wider shots, and some are even like out of focus because you're focusing on the object. So. It's going to be a lot easier, I think, to to blend those things in versus trying to blend in close-up shots. Yeah. Long story short, we didn't have a lot of time pre- to prepare, and it shows, but considering mm-hmm. it could have been way worse. Yeah. Considering that there really was little to no planning, the fact that we're not having to reshoot this entire thing completely is kind of a miracle. Um, yeah. Again, I don't recommend doing this. Uh, but this is not something that we were shooting because we were hoping to like completely, uh, like uh, you know, explode onto the film festival scene with it. It's like if it turns out okay and people are like, hey, that was funny or it's cute or whatever. It's like, all right, whatever. Maybe we'll submit it to like the ones that are like ten dollars or twenty dollars. Yeah, but yeah. I'm not dropping hundreds of dollars to submit this into film festivals. This is just stuff that you really should be doing in between your shoots. You should just shoot things um because again this there as long as we've been filming i already know how on earth i should have said to myself how on earth is this lighting going to work at night without test shooting it you know this isn't going to work like i should know better bad director but for some reason it's like well Well, maybe we'll just figure it out and it's like no this is there's a reason why we don't do that because it never works yeah this is (laughs) similar in the way we you know, we wanted to not approach this the same way we approached Neptune, you know, so we didn't, but it was, we still so had we some... added an extra two days to <laughs> yeah. Neptune instead of the two minutes we had to adapt to Neptune. Yeah. I went out to the, I went to the store, I came back into the house and you were like, we're going to shoot something. And I was like, what's happening? That was how much time I had to prep for that role, if you will. Yeah. This time there was two days of prep of which both days you were working full time in your day job. So we didn't even really have time to discuss any of it. Yeah. It was just that it existed. The idea of it existed for two days longer than Neptune. Yeah. But the planning, eh, not really much aside from the indoor lighting, test lighting the night before. Yeah. Uh, so it, you know, it, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, it's probably going to take a couple weeks, obviously, because you also have other projects and things going on yeah. um, to, have it out what about a couple yeah maybe yeah a couple weeks i would say at least I, I don't know i mean um we're gonna have it on youtube and you know we're not gonna it's not like password or it's just gonna it's yeah, whatever yeah. it's a skit and um if it's decent we may submit it but um i do as i said i do really suggest that people just do stuff like this even if the lighting's not going to be perfect it's just yeah 
you want to you, you never want to get into the habit of setting your camera down for a year and then yeah. getting back you know picking especially it back up again. you know especially coming out of covid like we are and yeah you know the lockdown you yeah, know i I feel like in a bit so. yeah but i i just feel like it's so important because if you're gonna like wait around till you get the proper lights or it's like well i can't light this right so i'll, I'll just wait until i can get the proper lights to make the right film it's like yeah okay i get that maybe for that specific story but shoot something you know you got to get out there and shoot stuff you got to get because look shoot the first, something that doesn't require those lights then yeah just try something a whole make other a story. simpler story or whatever um shoot outside a lot of times you can work with natural light to to uh kind of tell your story and 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 everything and and also yeah you just got to make stuff because especially if you're beginning out starting out you know <laughs> beginning out beginning out uh if you're starting out you know the first couple of things you make are going to be horrible they just are and so you want to get those out of the way and learn as much as you can from them and um that's i can't the, wait till we get it out of the way right now one day one day <laughs> Get those crappy films out of the way and we can start making good stuff. We say yeah. that like if you're one of those film savant people that's like, oh, I made two shorts and then I got a feature that looks beautiful. Like we want to kick you, but we're also happy for you, you know? Yeah. But that doesn't, that's not the case a lot of the times. It's, it's a certain kind of person that can just pick it up like that yeah. and just do what they do. Um, anyway, so I don't know what the hell's going on for next week. I just don't know. It's just a surprise, I guess. Um, but we hope that this was informative and, uh, you know, we'll, we hope that we'll you, you learn abreast. from our pain. <laughs> we'll keep you abreast on on our journey, on our journey and, and just when it releases. And then you can watch it and be like, that was not worth the time. <laughs> I want my I five lost. and a half minutes back. I want those five and a half minutes of my life back. Um, yeah, that's it. Shout outs. Shout outs to MoGraph. MoGraph. Which we're going to be on. We said that already. Okay. We well, say it every week. Yeah. Until we're on. <laughs> Gonna be on. So they can't change their minds. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, we mentioned this seven times. There's yeah. no way you're getting rid of us now. Um, and uh, yeah, if you have anything that you recommend or oh, what am I talking about? I know what's going on next week. We're gonna talk about Black Widow. Never mind. Was one of the films, yeah. Yeah. But that's definitely something you're gonna want to talk about. Yeah. And Loki. Oh, is that over or something? Yeah, last I was episode not on Wednesday. That, so I'll just sit here during yeah. that conversation. A lot of lot of uh, a lot of superheroes next weekend. Aye. Yeah. Why? Anywho, bye. Bye.